You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 123. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 123. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Ready for Halloween, Mr. Smith? Hey, beautiful. Hey, baby. Yeah, doll. I am. Ooh, I'm ready. <laughs> you do that really great. <laughs> you want to hear so, an even better one? Yeah. <laughs> you like that? I can't do That's that. That's my sinister laugh. I can't do a villainous laugh like Come that. Come on, let's hear it. You like got a, one. Like, I'm not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> like remember when you, you used need to, to do try, like a witch one? You tried to make me do the Arnold Schwarzenegger get to get to the chop. Yeah, and you sound Indian. And I sound Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the worst at that. You are way better at. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. out of here now. Get out of here. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> so, hey, oh, so it's not just us. We hey, have people listening, right? Hey, junkies. So why yeah, don't you tell everybody what you're going to be for Halloween? You and me, girl. Um, I'm going to be Thor. Right. Thor. I'm going to be a bearded Thor. Yeah, because I... Because you won't let me cut it. I... I, I like, you, you're a grown-ass man. You can do whatever you want, but I pled my case of how much i really wanted you to keep your beard well thor was a viking god and most of the vikings had beards so it's absolutely ridiculous oh, that he's clean shaven yeah well hemsworth you i got, don't think he can grow you gotta have a hemsworth. hemsworth you gotta have a hemsworth i don't think he can grow facial hair <laughs> just a little jab there just a little jab. well he's got everything else going maybe he's, there's some flaw <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So hey guys, welcome to the show. We have a really awesome topic, which is actually a listener submission. And it's called Sorry Not Sorry, which I thought was kind of a nice throw to our digital culture these days. Yeah. Hashtag sorry not sorry. So this is about when someone is hurt and you're you're bummed that they're hurt, but you're not necessarily sorry for your for actions. Your actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is, like I said, a, a listener submission. So if you want to have us sound off on something, you can actually go to thejoyjunkie.com and click on the podcast, and there's a page that you can go to, and it, I think it says uh, submit a show topic, and then you can kind of tell us what you'd like us to to talk about, as long as it, it relates to this podcast, right? Of course, like, yeah. don't ask us how to change your transmission or... <laughs> some shit or business advice I don't give business advice I'm not a business coach so but yeah so this is from a listener so I think it'll be really cool to dig into because it has a whole concept around apologizing right it's like you know because we've talked about that a or lot feeling the need to yeah, yeah feeling like you need to apologize and then I'm always saying don't fucking apologize for yourself and right. then what do you do when you actually you didn't want them to get hurt you don't love seeing them in pain 
but you would do it again because you <laughs> had to, you know, you had to make a, a choice there. So we're going to really talk a lot about that. But I have an exciting announcement. You do? I do. Do you want a drum roll or something? Drum roll, please. I don't know if you guys remember, but a while ago, I launched a very low-cost coaching program, a 21-day coaching class called Excuse Me, Your Badass is Showing. And at that time, I did the self-confidence edition, and now I'm back with the brand new edition. Oh, it's the new edition. It's new edition right here. Nice. It's called Excuse Me, Your Badass is Showing Self-Love Edition. Self-Love Edition. Registration is officially opened. I'm so pumped because these tend to be my most popular courses because they're so low price. So here's what you will learn in Excuse Me, Your Badass is Showing Self-Love Edition. All right. How to stop being so damn mean to yourself. You'll learn how to catch your inner shit talker and switch up kind of that internal conversation that happens so that you begin to say empowering things to yourself on the regular, like really switching up that inner dialogue. So no more beating yourself up for the weight you've gained or that interview you blew or spilling that coffee. You know how that is? Like people do that all the time where they make a mistake. So yeah. Oh yeah. You're like, God damn it, Amy. Yeah. And you're so mean Mean. to yourself, right? You're also going to learn. It's called an inner mean girl. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. There's actually a whole brand around that. Is there? Yeah, totally. See, you're just a branding genius and you have no idea. I have no idea. You're also going to learn how to feel like enough, right? So you know how you're always thinking, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not experienced enough, educated enough. We're going to dig all into enoughness and completely flip that script. We're also going to learn how to stop caring so much about what everybody else thinks. That's a big one for my community. We're we're not trained to do that. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about a lot today. So you'll learn how to stop saying yes to a bunch of shit you don't want to do, like saying, sure, I'll work overtime, or sure, I'll bake 400 cupcakes for your kid's class by tomorrow. (laughs) You always use that one. I know, because it's real. They always turn to the parents, you know. I know yeah. this shit firsthand. Yeah. Firsthand accounts from first-hand from the accounts, bestie for sure. And you'll also learn my very awesome, if I do say so myself, five step process to dealing with rejection without being completely destroyed by it. Like, hello, that's what we usually do. We usually experience hardship, and it destroys us instead of feeling like, oh, that's shitty, and I can move on. You'll also learn how to stop constantly comparing yourself to others. And I'll give you my very favorite tool for letting go of that comparison trap and how to stay focused on what you do want instead of going into that whole I'm not enough syndrome. And finally, you will fall in love with yourself. You'll learn how to fall in love with yourself. And it's a journey. Aww. It's something you You get you to nurture. romance yourself. You get oh, to nice. romance it. So all of those concepts that I just mentioned are really designed to help you create a completely different relationship with yourself. Like one where you actually like yourself and you like speak that. kindly to yourself and you've learned how to forgive yourself for those past mistakes and you're not nearly as invested in what everybody else thinks. So if you are interested and those things sound like you, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. 
<laughs> I just, That's it. I, I just like, yeah, I just like to say, excuse me. <laughs> so you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me, and you can read all about it, everything that's included. But here's what you need to know. For two more days, you can get the entire three-week course with me, Facebook forum, all the materials, all of the blah, 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 all the awesome shit for $97. Damn. So it's being offered under a hundy. Hello. Super affordable. And. Tree bones under a hundy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Tree whole bones. Tree whole bones under a hundy. For two more days through the 28th, you can get a killer bonus. It's an audio bundle that has 15 different self-love interviews. And people love this. It's not something that you can buy. It's not something that you can get anywhere else. I only give it as bonuses for different classes that I offer. So it's not... It's just really, really cool. And so what happens is people have access to that as soon as they register. And then they'll start listening to that already and changing the messaging that's going on in their mind. And they get all pumped up for class. And it's just awesome. So if you know it's time to make a change, if you're sick of putting yourself on the back burner always, like you never get to put attention to yourself, that is what we're teaching. That is what we're doing. So... Is my dog dying over there? No, he's just hot. He's okay. He's just hot. We are hot. <laughs> it's in hot Cal- in Cali. Like, like, what the fuck, October in California? No, it's crazy. So what do you say we jump into some sorry, not sorry? That sounds good. So this was, again, like I mentioned, a listener submission, and I thought this was fantastic because this is exactly what happens in real life. So let me read what she says. She says, I find it complicated to distinguish between being sorry that I hurt someone's feelings while not being sorry for what I did. Saying things like, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings and I can see why that upset you, but I'm not sorry for what I did, isn't working and many people find that offensive. Mm. How can I honor myself in a disagreement without handing out empty apologies apologies to make other people happy? Yeah, why is the empty apology... Uh, less offensive right right well i thought you know what this just stood out to me it's it's a disagreement like because she wrote how can i honor myself in a disagreement the disagreement it's like we're on two totally different pages right so it's like there's one person in order to agree with the other has to make a massive concession and usually in those situations it means being something somebody else wants and it's really compromising your own values or right. your own wants or, you know, like, yep. you know, we've talked about not wanting kids. If we just were like, OK, sure, we'll go ahead and do that because everybody else thinks we'd be amazing parents or our parents want to be grandparents or our friends want us to have kids. It'd be like, no, we severely lose out on what we want. We have to agree to disagree. Absolutely. (laughs) So I have, of course, thoughts about this. And you know how I love to do step-by-step shit. I love that, yeah. And I think our uh, pod people like that, too. Well, I think it makes it tangible. Mm -hmm, It makes mm -hmm. it way more implementable. Yeah. So I've got six things for you to consider if you are at odds with somebody in your life like this. And I've actually had a situation very similar to this where... I was not sorry for what I said, but I was very sorry for how I said it yeah. and the hurt that it caused. 
So the first thing, and I highly suggest if you're not working out or cooking or driving, getting a piece of paper out and jotting this down. If you are an over-apologizer or you keep your mouth shut and just, you know, if you struggle with this, write this shit down. The first (laughs) thing is to always look at your role in the matter. Is there anything that you need to clean up? So, for instance, in her situation, she may not be at all sorry for what she did, but maybe there's something to apologize for in the manner in which you did something or your delivery in telling someone something. So I'll tell you a short anecdote. I had a situation with my mom years ago where I did what most people do. I allowed all of my resentment and my anger to bubble inside me. I didn't address things. I, by the way, the shit that I teach you guys is from a lot from personal experience. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. It did not always, it was not always this way. <laughs> so I had, you know, swept it under the rug. Remember, I used to tell you, don't say anything, don't say anything. And I exploded and just unleashed on her and was screaming and yelling into the phone and just not handling myself with grace and kindness. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember you looking at me like, holy shit, are you really going off like that right now? Because I just never did. I know, hard to to believe. Hard to imagine, yeah. (laughs) That I would be feisty. (laughs) But yes, I was. So after I had time to cool down, after I had time to really look at it, I was not sorry at all for my stance, my opinion, my perspective, my beliefs that I expressed, but I was absolutely sorry for the way in which I delivered it. I was not proud of Amy in that moment. Right. And there was much better ways that I could have communicated that I disagreed than the way in which I did. So is that what you recommend saying? I say if you feel if you look back at the scenario and you go, you know what, I I acted a little passive aggressively or I did something behind your back instead of being really honest about it. I would do it again mm. because I don't feel badly about what I did, yeah. but I feel badly about the circumstances surrounding it. Like I could have conducted myself better and said ahead of time, hey, listen, I'm not going to pick up so-and-so from wherever or I'm not going to be at that function instead of just not showing up right. or so it's a it's looking at is there anything around the scenario that you a- actually are sorry about that's but, okay, your behavior. But, but the listener is saying that people are finding it offensive. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Oh, she's are. talking okay. about that saying that saying that the actual words that she was saying was I'm not, you know, I can understand why you feel that way and I can see that you're hurt. But I'm not sorry for what I did. Gotcha. And she was saying, saying that statement wasn't landing well. I see. And so I'm going to give them some ideas oh, on how yeah. to. Ooh, I'm excited. How to broach this. Cool. I love scripts. I love scripting. Yeah, it's and a good place to start for sure. Yeah. Because we're not taught that. We're not taught yeah. how to communicate or how to empathize with people or own our shit. Like when, yeah. when we have disagreements, we're typically combative. We usually, it's usually fight or flight. We either get super combative and blamey and defensive or we fucking run away. We shut down or we leave, run away. Yeah. So, and and that's primitive. Like we just, we're just not taught how to articulate 
and own the things that are our, our things to own and then really saying what we need from other people. Right. So anyway, I could go on and on and on about that. So the first thing, again, is there anything you need to clean up? And it's okay if there's not. If you look back and you're like, no, I was really honest about what I was going to do. I said exactly what I was going to take care of. I said it in a way in which I am proud. I can't underline that enough. Most of the time it's delivery where you have room to grow. Mm -hmm. It's not your perspective, your stance, your opinion, your belief. It's usually not that. It's usually how you delivered it. For sure. So that's the place to look for you. That may or may not be the case. You may be perfectly happy with how you conducted yourself. The second thing is for you to get really, really clear about what your intention was in that moment. Because, you know, you know how I talk about all the time, like last pod, we were talking about people pleasing and how what we make up when we people please is that if I speak my truth, I'm purposefully hurting that person. Right. Like I'm, my intention is one of malice. And that's actually not the case. Usually when you are at odds with somebody and you disagree, like your mom wants you to go to church, you don't want to go to church. Or, you know, I, I don't know. Whatever other example you can think of, I'm sure everybody can think of a million. In those scenarios, we make up that by saying no or by standing up for ourselves that we're really trying to hurt someone but when you're in a disagreement usually what you're trying to do is saying I actually want to do it my way instead of your way like there aren't usually when it's a really stark contrast of opposition like that there usually isn't a compromise or a way for both of you guys to win maybe there is I don't know but if we're talking about like an example of family won't leave us alone and wants us to have kids and we don't want to. Right. It's either we severely sacrifice what we want or they severely sa- like it's an either or. Right. It's not like, well maybe we can get dogs. No, somebody there isn't a compromise. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah, no compromise there. Or right. like in my case, my mom would love for me to be super devout born again Christian. I, for me to be what she wants, I have to severely compromise my own integrity, my, my everything, my happiness, my fulfillment. And so, but for her, that will always suck. For me to choose me will always suck for her. Mm -hmm. But my intention in honoring me is not to hurt her. Gotcha. My intention is to honor me. Mm-hmm. So that's where we have to get it untangled. Because usually what happens in those scenarios is the person who's receiving it, because they're hurt, they inflict guilt. Right. Yes. Totally. And, and because we don't know any other way. Then we go, oh, well, I see. Well, I see how it is. And like, you know how I feel about that. And then you get all dramatic and make someone wrong. wrong for who they were or what they stand for. Exactly. Yeah. So if, it, if you're being presented with a either you win or I win or either you compromise your beliefs or I compromise my beliefs, like then, then it is a real stark choice. It's my intention is not to hurt. My intention is to take care of me. Mm. So that is something to really, really understand because how it lands 
like I said, a lot of times people, because they don't like the answer or because they would prefer you just agree with them, they're going to throw guilt. They're going to project because they just don't know any better. We just don't have any other skills. Okay. Right. So you're saying that um, it's either take care of me or take care of you. When it is a really polarizing, non-compromised type of issue. Some kind of a disagreement like the listener has. Right. Okay. Like where it's, I really see things one way and this other person really sees things the other way. Gotcha. Or where uh, there isn't room for compromise. Like something okay. like, I don't want to be with somebody who smokes cigarettes. And, you know, maybe you're dating somebody and you have a disagreement about that. And it's like, well, I have to, that's a massive hell no for me to compromise on. Right. Or kids or Whatever. where you want to live gotcha. or something that there there isn't a compromise. Okay. You know, it's either I sacrifice self or I don't. So just getting clear on your intention allows you to stand in that that place a little more confidently instead of getting sucked into that guilt gotcha so you know the other thing that i wanted to mention this is number three is to really lean into empathy and she did this a little bit here too where she said i can really understand how you feel that way yes and this is where the softness comes in. This is where the communication skills come in. You are allowed to be pissed. You are allowed to be angry. You are allowed to see things completely differently than your spouse, your boss, your best friend, whoever. But this is where you can effectively communicate in a way that makes you feel proud of yourself. Right? Right. So an example would be <laughs> like, uh, like if you think about little kids, right? Like they, and they want to go spend the night at their friend's house and you say no, or they really want this doll or they really want this truck or this candy. And you're like, no. And they are destroyed, like just devastated. Absolutely. I've been there. Your intention is not like, let me just have my kid have a meltdown. Your intention is pure. It's from a place of caretaking, love, some other place, right? It's not, let me hurt my child. Yeah. And it's the same exact thing when we're adults. So true. But what do we do? We hurl guilt instead of falling on the floor in the middle of Target. Gotcha. We just use different mechanisms to get what we want when we're older and don't realize that that isn't really fair to a lot of the people in our Mm, lives. So true. But same thing with that child. If you're dealing with somebody much older and you're in a situation now yelling and screaming at that child usually makes them want to throw a fit even more, right? So if you are yelling and screaming at somebody, usually you don't get anywhere. But if you go, I know you really, really wanted that or you really would love for me to come through for you and be there for this thing or have that baby or, you know, (laughs) bake those cupcakes or want to go rock climbing or whatever else that somebody is making you wrong for, you can empathize and go, God, that must be disappointed. We all know what it's like to be disappointed or to want somebody to want something. So if you, you know, same thing with that little kid. It's like, man, I am so sorry you can't have that. You know, I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, I know that would be really delicious and it's just not the time. That goes a longer way than 
screaming and yelling and smacking your kid around, right? Yeah, so maybe. And not not that <laughs> right, maybe. Not that we're authorities on that in any way. But I just want to show that there's ways to soften yeah. how you connect with this person. Got it. Yes, I can totally see that. The fourth thing, and I touched on this a little bit earlier, is to really learn to recognize guilt and projections. Like to really start noticing in, in coaching, and I've mentioned it a couple times here, in coaching we call it making wrong. Where, you know, we're making someone wrong for something that they that they hold dear, that they believe in. Um, uh, we were talking about a, some friends of the family who one of them their extended family is making them wrong for not wanting to move to the city where the rest of the family is. Yes. And just guilting them and guilting them and guilting them and this person's taking it on. Yeah. Instead of going, thank you for your opinion on where I should live. Right. Thank you for caring so much that I live close to you. I appreciate that. And empathizing like... I bet that, you know, can be really hard to, to be away from me. I know we're super close and yeah. we have this great relationship and I really do hear you and I appreciate it. You know, you can absolutely appreciate that and still say no. Still stand up, yeah. And, and say, still say, that's not the best choice it's for me. Not where I resonate, yeah. So the more in tune you can get to recognize, oh, they're making me wrong for my choices or my beliefs or they're trying to guilt me. Like, uh, moms are great at this. Like, (laughs) pack your bags, we're going on a guilt trip. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. They're great at being like, well, 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 your brother used to do that. Or, you know, or, well, I, I feel like I'm dealing with your father again. And, you know, or just, and I'm like, okay, that's you handing me a pile of shit and I have the choice to either take it or be like, no, I'm currently not accepting any piles of shit. You're going to go ahead and hold on to that. Put it in a bag, light it on fire and hand it back to him. (laughs) And that would be an example of not grace and kindness. Not grace and kindness, no. And sometimes it's called for. Like when when grace and kindness doesn't get through, yeah. I'm Flaming bag of poo. Yeah, flaming bag of poo. (laughs) So really recognizing what is someone else's shit and what is uh, yours to deal with. You know, that's why it's personal development, looking at the places where you can grow, where you can flourish. And you you have to be careful to really notice what's happening. Like you have to really be sure because you can't just say, oh, well, you're projecting. Well, you're just trying to guilt me and as an excuse to never look at your own shit. Well, not only that, but that's not going to get received very well. Right. You know? You can't just say, well, you're just guilting me. Right. Like, that's just going to ask for more right. resentment and you're just going to add fuel to the fire. That's a really great point. Now, there have been times when I had a situation with my mom a few summers ago where she really, really wanted me to go back east to visit some family. And the guilt was palpable. And I very politely said, I'm really not motivated from a place of guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Shit your life coach daughter says to you. (laughs) And I said, so if you really want me to listen, you're going to need to change your approach. And I said it really softly. And this was after a fairly strong disagreement about it. Yeah, yeah. 
But then she did end up coming back and kind of saying, and then that's when I really realized that this was her thing. Like she felt indebted to family that was back east. Um. She felt like all of us go, you know, and I was like, oh, this is your thing. And then I really saw it. So sometimes this whole recognizing the guilt, it's not about calling it out. Like I happen to have called it out in that moment. Right. But it could just be the simple recognition like, I see what's happening here. Right. I see what's happening. And you just get more and more in tune with that. So, and the other thing that I wanted to mention, this is number five. It's okay if they're offended. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's called disagreeing for a reason. Mm -hmm. Some people think Donald Trump is a good front runner. Some people think, you know, Hillary Clinton is. Like, those are two opposing beliefs. It is okay if your belief offends somebody else. Yeah. That's why it's called a disagreement. That's right. And why do you have to lose? Not necessarily lose. I don't know if that's the right word, but... Why why do do you have to sacrifice? Why do you have to be the one that gives in? Because that's what society tells us. It tells us that standing up for yourself is rude. Rocking the boat is offensive. It's un-American. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So if you believe something, you you are only responsible for how you deliver it. So that was going to lead me to the final thing, which is number six. Choose words that make you proud of yourself. So certain things come off way more abrupt. So saying point blank to somebody, even though it's completely true, saying I'm not sorry for what I did may not soften everything, may not make it a nice collaborative conversation. So what I do is try to use, first of all, I always recognize now if somebody's trying to make me feel guilty or, you know, and I'm like, that's not going to work. Put on the brakes. But I always get really clear, okay, what's my intention? I'm not trying to hurt anybody here. I'm just trying to take care of myself, stand up for myself. And then I use empathy. So you can absolutely say to somebody, I am so sorry that you're feeling that way. And and then talk about your intention. That is certainly not my intention. My intention was not to hurt you in any kind of way. Yeah. But I'll be honest here. I kind of feel like my hands are tied. Right. And this is an action that that I stand behind. That's an easier, softer way to say it. That was the that was a belief that I stand behind. That was actions that I stand behind. Um I, I just thought of this crazy thing when I was in sales. It's called the feel felt found. Oh. Sales approach. Tell us. Right? I know how you feel. I know people have felt the same way, but what I've found is, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mr. Smith for the win. <laughs> so that's your new method, the feel, felt, found. Oh, um, that's great. <laughs> I love it. And that's the thing is like we're not responsible for other people's feelings. We're really not. But we are responsible for our intentions, we, yeah. we really are. Right. So if you can say, you know, I'm so sorry that you're feeling that way. You know, and yeah. you can genuinely mean that because you don't want hurt. You don't want pain necessarily. Even though my mom and I have polarizing views, yeah. I don't ever wish pain for her. Yeah. I just choose 
me over acquiescing to things that I don't believe in. I choose me. I choose self-care because I have to make a choice. It's a situation where I have to make a choice. You know, I I had something like this happen um, with one of my students, if I may. Sure. Um, I the student was working on this guy, and he's a really smart guy. He's a rocket scientist, like literally, wow, a rocket scientist. And it was my first time meeting him, and it was the first time working with this girl in this situation, the student, and. Uh, I felt the need to impress this guy that I was smart. Yeah. In my field. You had something to prove. I had something to prove. And I disregarded the student's learning moment. Mm-hmm. And just threw a bunch of stuff out that made me sound smart. Right. Right? Well, if you touch the AC joint and move the supraspinator, blah, 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 and the student's standing there bewildered because I went over her head. Yeah. Right? But you didn't care. Well, I didn't at the moment because I was impressing. That was your at intention. At that moment. Right? Yep. My intention was, and I went out of teacher mode. Yeah. So I apologized to her the next day. I realized it, and I had thought about it, and I said, you know, I, want, I have an apology to make. I really apologized yesterday. I went way over your head, and I did not mean to do that. It was not my intention. Mm-hmm. Um, my, and I'm going to be more careful about how I approach. I was trying to impress that guy. Because you owned your smart shit. Guy and I owned it, right? So when I came at that approach, she was like, yeah, you know, it really did. You know, she, but she would have never said anything. Right. Right? She would have never said, that moment made me feel inadequate. Or, mm-hmm. you know, she would have never, I don't think she would have ever said anything to me directly. Right. But because I approached her and, you know, kind of like broke the silence or put, the, put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, she was able to then voice herself and say, yeah, like, I could see how... That really, I didn't feel like I was really being included in this conversation. You were going right. way over me. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that speaks very highly to two things. One, th- what they call in psychology is a soft startup, which is really just easing into a conversation without being super combative. Yeah. And the other thing is owning your Owning shit. your shit. That right there, that owning your shit, is the biggest thing I think in these ne- in these six things about standing up for yourself or yeah. to you know sorry not sorry. Yep. Is okay. What piece of this is mine? Can I own it? Th- bring that out first, and that softens it. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. So if you go back into this conversation, you might not even have to say anything about the actual action. So with my mom, in the, the first anecdote that I shared with you, I, I ended up having a conversation with her where I absolutely apologized for my behavior when I was screaming and yelling. Yeah. And I did say, I still feel very strongly about the position that I held, but I absolutely did not express it in a way that you deserved. That right. was very rude to you. And I cleaned up the mess that I cleaned up, but I was very clear that I didn't feel differently or remorseful for the content. It was, <laughs> it, it was delivery. the delivery. Yes. Yeah. So, and that might be something to say, like, you know what? I realized that I might have been really callous or, you know, and I'm really sorry for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And although I still maintain my position, on X, Y, or Z, or in maintaining your position, upholding my position, um, 
I still stand behind my choice. Those are softer ways to say, I'm going to choose me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose me and I never intended hurt. What were the words that she put in quotations that she was saying? Uh, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings and I can see why that upset you, which is perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. But I'm not sorry for what I did. That's true, but it's not a softer way to say it where it could land better. It's also in your inflection. Totally. Totally. That said can be said in a million different ways. Yeah. Right? If you said it in an empathic way or an empathetic way, then you're probably going to get a lot more from using those words. And again, that goes to your delivery. If you say it more like, but I'm not sorry for what I said. Right? That's not gonna come off well and that says a lot about intention right then you put a boundary up again right that's absolutely right so even if she at the very end instead of saying but i'm not sorry for what i did just said and you know i do have to say i still stand behind my actions right exactly you know and that feels so even though what she said was true you know it it, you could it could be true that somebody's haircut is fucking ugly and you think it's fucking ugly and if they ask you and you say I think it's fucking ugly that lands way different than if you say you know what I really don't like it that much but I'm even saying like the exact words can be said differently. oh totally like you can say I think your haircut's fucking ugly <laughs> right right and <laughs> like you can say it so many different ways it's it's how you speak to that person and how that person receives things like if you're talking right. to somebody that's curt and has that kind of New York style, then they're going to laugh it off. You guys might laugh at like, but I don't give a fuck because I, I stand behind what I said. Right. You know, right, like right. they might go, ah, and then laugh it off. But if it's somebody who's a little more sensitive. Yeah. You may not want to say it that way. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and, and that's what I mean by choose words that make you proud. Choose yeah. delivery that yeah, makes you proud. Yeah, absolutely. And. You know, it might be in these situations. It might make her proud to say, I'm not sorry for what I did. That might be the most powerful thing. So her challenge would then to be people find it offensive, being okay with the offense. That Mm. would be her. That's the challenge I would give give her. Got it. If you feel proud about that statement, you have to let go of how it landed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a challenge because we're not taught to do that. Yeah, that's true. At all. So So I give you a couple of other options. But then again, know that you you really can't make everybody happy. Yeah. So you've got to pick make me happy. You've got to pick make self happy. Self. Yeah. Self-help. Self-help. All right. So in... And if this is something that you really struggle with, this is an entire week of Excuse Me, Your Badass is Showing, Self-Love Edition. Because it's a huge piece of loving yourself. Because when you do this, when you put everybody else ahead of yourself, you are creating an essence of your value. I am not as valuable as everybody else. I am not worthy as everybody else. And you do that through repetitive behavior of just, Saying you're sorry when you're not. Not bringing stuff up when you really do need to bring stuff up. Mm -hmm. Overstepping what you need. Not leaning into your beliefs. Saying yes to baking 400 cupcakes. It's all of that shit. 
Yeah. It's hugely indicative of how you feel about yourself. Absolutely. So if you want some really quantifiable, tangible tools to shift that, and please check out the testimonials for Excuse Me um, on thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me because it's people who are like that, who were like, I never could stand up for myself. I could never let go of this people-pleasing bullshit. Exactly. We spend a whole week on people-pleasing. Right, and this is 30 minutes and we kind of do it in a sitcom style style right right? and i give people tangible stuff tangible things yeah absolutely but it doesn't wrap up in 30 minutes yeah and people say that all the time they're like i thought the pod was valuable i thought i got a lot of value from the pod and then i took this class and then (laughs) i was like holy shit because it's accountability it's homework it's due dates it's you got to get into action you don't just like oh that's nice just listen listen to to it while you're on the treadmill listen to this awesome pod now let me go ahead and start dinner or Mm -hmm. let me go ahead and throw a laundry it's like no 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 now you get your worksheets out now you can say what you're gonna do you have a weekly challenge you have you know your soul tribe holding you accountable so clearly i'm passionate about it because i've done it all my students have done it my clients have done it and there's just betterment out there for you. So if you're interested, again, do it within two days so you can get that killer, killer extra bonus. So do it now. Do it now. Do it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it because my Arnold will turn out Indian. It's so funny. Oh my God. All right. That's full, it. Full circle. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we love you guys to pieces. Hopefully that was really helpful. And uh, we'll see you next week right Mr. and Mrs. Smith out